You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. I am really excited because this is our 10th season of this podcast. Can't believe it. Like what? Yeah. That feels pretty huge, right? We started our first season in 2014. So this is our 10th season of the show. Yeah. And we felt like that was worth celebrating. So we have a little three-part series for you around the theme of looking back. So today's episode is all about looking back at the podcast specifically. We're going to reminisce a little bit and talk about our origin story, how the show has changed, uh, the impact it's had on both of our lives. I might cry. Oh, me too. (laughs) We'll also chat about our favorite episodes and what we're looking forward to on the show. So before we get into that, let's begin as we always do with what is going on around the neighborhood for you. Okay, I have a little mystery that ended up being solved, and that is the lost and found story of my favorite yellow sweater. Oh, man. I know. This is serious because I feel like if you know me at all or have seen any photos of me online, you've seen me in my yellow sweater. Everyone knows the sweater. (laughs) And I do not keep a big wardrobe. So like this is a critical part and a significant part of my wardrobe. Anyway, here's what happened. It just, it took me a little bit, but all of a sudden I was like, Hey, my yellow sweater's not hanging in my closet. Uh-oh. And then I check a few places, you know, maybe yeah. in the back of the bike trailer where we take Maeve, the car, I'm looking in the different laundry and I'm starting to feel a little bit more anxious because <laughs> our house is <laughs> the not blood that pressure big, is rising and it's just like, where could it be? And I'm thinking about where could I have been? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't traveled anywhere recently, things like that. So this went on for, I think, almost about two weeks. Oh, and man. It would just, it would sit with me. And I was surprised at how sad I felt about <laughs> it. And I would like talk to Chris about it. And I was just like, I'm so sad about my sweater. Oh, so funny. It just fits so perfectly in my wardrobe. I love the color. Yeah. I loved the outfits I wore with it. It was sentimental at this point because I've had it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And. I just couldn't imagine finding like the exact same right. thing. Like I was very overwhelmed <laughs> thinking of trying to shop and find the right color and fit. Meanwhile, I'd have been on that. Amazon ordering like <laughs> right. five yellow sweaters to see what right. fits the closest. <laughs> so that was, that was my state of mind. But then on the fateful day, I walked down to the park where Chris and Maeve already were playing. And as I walked up, Maeve shouts, we found you sweater. Oh. <laughs> and it, it was at the park. It turns out, All of a sudden it dawned on me, oh yeah, when I was at the park about two weeks ago wearing my sweater and then I got warm. And it was still there. I took it off, laid it across one of those light poles. It had fallen into the grass, been Mm. watered many times over. Oh yeah, needs a good washing. Yeah, but it was still there. That's exciting. No one picked it up and was like, (laughs) look at this perfect sweater I just found. (laughs) Someone missed out. I know. (laughs) I cannot tell you the relief I felt for the rest of the day. The next day I would just say to Chris, I'm so relieved I have my sweater back. And I have just been wearing it with renewed enthusiasm. I love so, it so You're going to see it a lot. You appreciate the heck out of your clothes. I and really, I really do. love that for you. Oh, the last little capper to this story is that later that night when the boys got home from playing outside, I told them excitedly, I found my yellow sweater. <laughs> and both of them were like, oh yeah, I think I've seen it there. I was like, <laughs> thank what you. the heck? Thank you boys for bringing it home for me. Yes. Like, yeah, we've stepped on it a few right, times. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay. My announcement is we had legit snow. 
Oh my gosh. So we got quite a storm come through. I can't believe it. I did did not see this. So it snowed at your house, apparently. Yes. Very little. It was enough to, it was not melted. You know, once it hit the ground, it was melting. It was not sticking. But there was enough like in our potted plants and like on our grill and stuff like that, that it was snow. And I asked, I'm like, was it hail? Jeremiah's like, no, it is legit snow. And even by the time the girls got up, they went out there and they had it like in their hands. That is wild. And I'm so I have never seen that in our, I don't know, how long have I lived here? Since 2009. So I'm so sad I missed that. Yeah. It was very exciting. We had quite a storm blow through and it got just cold and windy enough. I think that some of that turned to snow. Oh my gosh. Very exciting. Mark it down. Probably won't happen again. Exactly. Okay. Let's get started by going way back. Come with us, friends. The year was 2009. You had recently moved in with Chris and bought your house that you're still in now together. And we had very recently moved from Wisconsin to Arizona on a bit of a whim, really. So adventurous. And the universe saw fit to make us neighbors. Yes, it did. And I'm forever grateful. So you, of of course, were the friendly neighbor you've always been and reached out to welcome us. I do think that one of my first memories, and correct me if I'm wrong, of really hanging out, like when you invited us into your house, was right after your wedding and you had an ex- you had like extra bottles of wine from okay. your wedding because it was at your parents' house and you wanted to give us one and just like chat a little bit or something, if I'm remembering correctly. But that that seems to me to be like our first hangout. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember that. I think I remember that maybe when Chris and I were out of town for our wedding, that you guys we put you in charge of like receiving our packages. Oh yeah, and that stuff. could be. I don't that think I be. knew how to hold our mail at the time. Yeah, and I or came something. back with your mail key or something. Yeah. And then you're like, oh take this, you know. Must have been. And then we stood and chatted in the kitchen yeah. for a little while. And then we struck up a friendship and realized we both loved writing and really valued just doing creative work. I had a blog at the time. You started one shortly after mm-hmm. that and it was at that time too, that was kind of like writing in online spaces and did that created that content creation was kind of a new thing still. Right. So we kind of bonded over that and didn't have necessarily other people in our lives Mm -hmm. to like talk to that about, you know, talk about that with. So you take it from there, Kelsey, how did that turn into the girl next door? Okay. Yes. So I remember, I remember all of that. I remember too that before long, once we both had blogs, I started mine at the beginning of 2011. I just remember brainstorming with you about how we might be able to collaborate. Yeah. And do you remember we came up with the photo challenge next door? Yes. So we were both into photography. We both had DSLR cameras, Mm -hmm. exclamation point. Yeah. They were so cumbersome to use to like get the photos onto our computers, Uh I remember especially at the time when, you know, we had cameras on our phones, but the quality wasn't right, there yet, right. which I would say now my iPhone, right. unless you're really into with, photography, most people are yes, using their it's iPhones. like just fine. So anyway, I remember we came up with that challenge. We would each post a photo that we took once a month and write about it. Yeah. I will link to those posts in my show notes. Oh, fun. They still exist. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so that kind of like started our creative collaboration. Yeah. And so we did that for several months. And then I think maybe- and we thought it would like encourage us yeah. to figure out how to use our DSLRs. Better, yes, exactly. Which it didn't. It didn't really. It was just like, mm, <laughs> we're like, this is hard. Let's just wait for our phones to get better cameras. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I also remember at the time I was a very early podcast listener because yes. I loved NPR and loved some of the NPR shows that mm-hmm. had already turned into podcasts. So I think that kind of got me into podcasts mm-hmm. kind of early. 
So I was listening to this podcast called the Joy the Baker podcast. Mm -hmm. It was Joy Wilson of the Joy the Baker food blog and Tracy Benjamin of the Shutterbean food blog. And they would just chat like friends about lots of different Mm -hmm. things, including food blogging and kind of the blogging business, which was super interesting, but also just everyday stuff. And I just remember loving that peek into their lives, Mm -hmm. felt like you were hanging out with friends. The whole vibe. But I also remember having the thought... I think Erica and I could do this better. Oh. Just because sometimes they would kind of meander a bit. Yeah. It was a little less like I thought we laughed more genuinely Mm -hmm. in our friendship. Mm -hmm. And I just remember having that thought that I think think we could give this a try, you know? And so... Chris, I remember Chris being into music and making music. He had at least one microphone already and a mixer. So mm-hmm. we kind of had the the bare minimum yeah. equipment we yeah. needed to get ready. And I guess Chris just must have showed me kind of the I know. basics. I'm like, how did we how start that? How did we do that? And then we were off. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And she, Kelsey literally said, what was the text? Okay. I said. I think. Yeah. Something like, hey, the next next girl next door project, do you want to make a podcast together? Yeah. And then I said, yeah. What's a podcast? Yes. Literally had never listened to one. Had heard of them, I think. Right. But like. Didn't really know what Can it was. Can you tell me more? Yes. I love that so, so much. You're all, you always bring all the in. enthusiasm. Yeah. We'll figure out the details of what totally. it actually is later. Totally. <laughs> So how do you think the show itself has changed with time? Several things. Here are a few things that I thought about. First of all, I think we've always had good sound quality, especially for for starting as complete amateurs. Yes. The sound quality was always very important to me, but that has definitely improved over time as we've learned more, upgraded our equipment, and as we have gotten professional help from your brother, David. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Mm -hmm. David. I think we have tightened up our episodes and the questions we ask like now that we've been into it and kind of knowing how long we want an episode to be what we want the flow to be I know for me personally I have tried to tighten up my responses I feel like I can definitely be Uh long-winded and so I've kind of worked worked on that we have also changed our division of labor over time. Yeah. I was trying mm-hmm. to remember. We've gone with our strengths a little bit. Yeah, more. and yeah. I feel like it's gone through a couple iterations, yeah. but we have what hasn't changed is we've always traded off making the show outlines, mm-hmm. and I think that's a real strength of the show mm-hmm. um, that you know one person takes the topic episode and breaks it down into questions, and then so we switch off doing mm-hmm. that. So I think that really means that we both have kind of that equal input our like, input to yeah, it yeah exactly but, and then whoever does that is kind of the facilitator for the show right so we're not kind of grasping at straws yes of, okay who's talking about this part who's talking about yes, that part? exactly yeah. that's always worked well for for mm-hmm. us from the very first episode but it has changed over time and I've always edited the episode but I think you used to do the show notes or we'd trade off the show notes mm-hmm. and we just kind of realized like with the workflow I'm already in editing the episode yeah, it just kind of mode. works well to do it all together right and so so that has kind of changed over time. And you really lead and shine on Instagram because you're so great. Yeah, off the and cuff. you are, we literally would not physically have a show in the world if, <laughs> if it was not for you. You are the logistics lady and the technical manager for I sure. I can so. keep showing up and you are great about like keep showing up with me. We're just, yeah, like I'm, I'm with you, Kels. That's right. I'm with, with you. Me. <laughs> um, okay. I think that we take it more seriously now. Yeah. I think it was like kind of a, oh, this is a fun side project and Mm -hmm. we'll see where it goes. But it really has turned into a business partnership and something that we, you know, have found ways to make a little money on Mm -hmm. and really take more seriously. 
I think we've grown at such an authentic audience that we're so proud of and mm-hmm. just really love connecting with. You guys are the best. Yes. And I think that has just come from consistently showing up mm-hmm. and being ourselves. And mm-hmm. then you find your people. And that is really annoying advice to somebody who wants <laughs> right. to, you know, create some content online. But it is true. It's the best way to grow a genuine, engaged audience. And so that has just been really cool to watch over time. Like I remember getting super excited the first time we had like a random comment like, on a show. I don't that know we this did, person. Do you know this yeah, person? Like, <gasps> we have broken out of our like immediate <laughs> right. sphere of friends and family. So that was exciting. Um, yeah, our audio is so much better. Yeah. We have real mics with yeah. filters yes. now. And we have like, I don't know what these things are called, but more Co- cords, more cords boxes. And little boxes. And um, it's funny though, what hasn't changed, we still record the same way basically like we record to garage band on your computer Mm -hmm. everything gets fed to your computer and then sitting across from each other at at one one of our our dining dining room tables tables. always like that is how it has always gone so it's kind of cool because I think is in this day and age too when you see everybody like you know building podcast studios like these authors that are building this online platform and stuff and you're like "Eh, you don't need that yeah it's fine yeah you can just be at your dining room so I like that we've just stayed there Uh uh-huh we are Okay, how do you think our friendship and partnership has changed and deepened because of the show? Uh, I love to talk about this and I love to think about it. I love to talk about it just because both our friendship and the show continue to be such forces of good in my life. Totally. And I think one would not exist without the other, at least in Mm -hmm. the ways that they are now. Mm -hmm. Like we have definitely deepened our friendship so, so much by Mm -hmm. showing up week after week, yeah. year after year, yeah. making the show together. And I, I think that's so cool. And thinking back, I mean, we started the show when we were honestly newer friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. we didn't know, know each that other much about that each well. Other. Mm-hmm. We just, we knew we liked to talk. We had a, enough in common that we had a lot to talk mm-hmm. about. We love to laugh together, but making this show together has forced us to prioritize sitting down together yes. and having these very intentional, thoughtful conversations, yes. yeah. even more so than over the years, other really close friends of yeah. mine, you know, which you're is just like, super it, you have to schedule the time mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. And then we're coming up with these topics and like really getting into mm-hmm. it for like an hour, mm-hmm. you know? And I think because we've always had the accountability to the show and to our audience, that's helped us both stay committed to showing up for each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's like, we're here for each other, but then there's that added layer yes. of doing it like, you know, as a business for the yes. audience. And, and that's really cool. And it's cool to me how, we, how, like you said, we keep showing up together. Like, I don't think I know because both of us have individual projects mm-hmm. that we don't show up the same yeah. Same way consistently right. too. Right. Yes. Like that's the first, but like, because we're like, I don't want to let my friend down right. and I don't want to be like that person who yes. doesn't show up. Right. And so for both of it's us, kind of sure. helped. Yeah. I was thinking too, that honestly, the podcast has almost served as this kind of friendship arranged marriage. Oh, I like love that. We had just enough that we knew yes. we were compatible, Yes, but then it's been the showing up yeah. And putting in the time uh-huh. that it's arrived at this place of yeah. being really dear close friends. Yeah. But which I don't know would have 
especially like after I moved and everything. Like, I don't know if we would, yeah. if that would have necessarily gone that same way. Right, exactly. And we do have our book club connection, mm-hmm. but we're closer in ways than we are with other Right. As opposed to other book club friends, just because we're getting together outside a book club Mm -hmm. and we're working on this venture together and stuff. So it truly, our friendship is unlike any other friendship I have. I feel the same way. I truly treasure it. Oh, I love you. Um, Yeah, I was thinking the same thing that I do not have another friend that I connect with the same way. Mm. Doesn't mean I don't have any other close friends, but that I truly, like, I truly, you have become one of the people I find myself wanting to process everything with. Mm. Like all of the hard stuff, all yeah. of the, and I, and I even think because we're making a show and we're doing it on a mic so often, not that we don't talk off mic, but because of that, I think we've also adopted a very respectful tone to each other. Oh, that, that's a great point. That in service of the show and in right. service of not wanting to offend listeners or right. whatever, where we're very authentic, but we also have this extra care yeah. that we take in our conversation that maybe in another friendship you'd be like, well, I'm just not talking about that topic with them mm. anymore, or we don't we don't align on that, and mm-hmm. so you know, so I feel like it's been this like model for us, yeah, even for other relationships about how to have maybe like a 25 percent overlap in mm-hmm. your personalities and still grow really close together by having very intentional, regular, deep conversations, mm-hmm. you know, and then also laughing a lot yes. together. Yes. So it's just, I think the intentionality in the friendship from making the podcast, um, just really has helped us move past surface level things. Yeah. And like you said, like it really, I, I don't, I can't separate the two right anymore. Yes. Like they are it, totally intertwined. Yeah. So it's just really, really cool and special to me too. And also just the podcast serves as this like time capsule of oh our lives gosh. during this time. And yes. so much of that is also our friendship and like discovering each other and things about each other on la- you know, and yes. laughing hysterically, like at the Burt's Bees lip <laughs> yes. balm, like Kelsey, <laughs> like just, you know, those kind of moments that are just so cool. And I don't think they would happen mm-hmm. necessarily otherwise. Yes. So I'm so, so grateful for that. Kind of related to that and, you know, just developing those skills of talking and stuff, the skill of listening. Yeah. I have thought a lot about myself as a listener on this show because it's literally just bad audio to interrupt each other. Yes. Even though, and I think if you listen back earlier, I think we did that more because that's just your natural cadence to like want to show support and things for each other. Active listening. Yes. But just like over time, realizing that too much of that is not enjoyable to listen to. And I find myself like, nope, this is just your time to listen. Let her make her whole point and then you can absorb it and then you can respond. That's such a good point. Yeah. It has made us better listeners. Okay. What other ways do you think it's impacted our lives in general? Gosh, so, so many ways. The first that comes to mind is just giving me confidence and permission to create something because I love it. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be cool or fun mm-hmm. or valuable yeah. if it existed. Yeah. No one came to us and said, do you want to make a podcast? Mm-hmm. No one came to us and said, I'll give you some money if you make this podcast. <laughs> no one said that. No one has said that. <laughs> And that has been such a valuable realization in adulthood Mm. because, you know, once you finish school and college and you're out in the world, I think it is this really big shift to realize that no one has to give you permission to do things. Yes. And I think you can wait for permission. And so to take 
our fringe hours on weeknights after we put kids to bed Mm -hmm. and to dedicate time, effort, money to making this that no one gave us permission to that, you know, in the beginning, no one was asking for (laughs) or listening to (laughs) probably to (laughs) just, I, I just find that that has been like just a huge confidence boost. And I think Anyway, just given yeah. me permission for a lot of things. So I think that's really, really cool. Like kind of big life path things, making our podcast together and continuing to do that was also a factor in my deciding to quit my full-time job, mm-hmm. which I did almost five years ago so that I would have more time for this podcast and you know more time for my kids as well. But I was finding so much fulfillment out of this work that... It did feel worth it for mm-hmm. Chris and me to. It wasn't like, to make what am work. I going to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, just kind of reflecting, reflecting on that too. I mean, I it just makes pursuing this because clearly I love it so much to make the time for it, and it's continued to hold so much time in my life. It just helps make me a more complete version of myself. Yeah. Like that yeah. feels like the best version and right version mm-hmm. of myself, I guess. Um, just the last thing, just connecting with so many online friends yeah. from this audience that have cheered us on, that have shared their own wisdom and stories with mm-hmm. us. We are better for it. Totally. And I am so thankful to have that in my life. Yeah. And that's not a common experience for everybody. Yes. Like if you don't put yourself out there online very much, you might not get that back. So it's right. felt very rewarding. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think something that's been so cool for me in terms of, you know, teaching me something about life is like you said, that creative putting yourself out there. I also would say that this show is the most authentic version of me that I've put out there creatively. Mm -hmm. Like I am very myself Mm -hmm. on this mic. And so it feels good to, for that to also be the thing that has gotten the most traction Oh yeah, because it's like, no, just do you like there is a spot in the world for you and what you have to bring and your unique perspectives So it's been a big confidence boost. It's been a big reminder as I'm creating anything to bring my unique voice to it and not try to people please and not try to, you know, market analysis, everything to death. It's been so validating creatively and just encouraging to be my authentic self. I think I tell you this all the time that I'm literally a better human for our friendship and Mm. this podcast because it, it forces me to do grown up human things Mm -hmm. that make me a more thoughtful person, like set goals and talk about them and Mm -hmm. reflect on the, you know, the past year and, um, think about my parenting and Mm -hmm. all of those things that just, you can, you can get on autopilot otherwise. And so it forces me to think about those things. Um, I've learned so much from you, like just in terms of organization and consistency, like Mm -hmm. that is, I have never shown up for anything as consistently as I've shown up for this. And it's a lot because of you and this audience. And like you said, our commitment to that. Mm. So I've just grown as a person in that area. Mm. And then, like you said as well, I just echo that connection with an online audience, which is so weird at first. Um, And then also so cool. And one of the reasons why I think the internet is still a good, mostly good place. Because it is just, there's been some genuine friendships formed, some genuine encouragement and community where sometimes you just can't find that particular need in your immediate social circle, right? Right. Like somebody to connect over a certain thing with, or even like my adoption, different things like that. I found so many people through talking about it on this podcast that have made my life better. And I'm just grateful Mm. for that. 
Okay, let's go back and forth a bit and share each of our top three favorite episodes and oh, why. Man. I wonder if we overlap anywhere. I will be it's very real hard curious. to pick three. It's so hard to pick three. And I will just say, as of right now, I see 253 episodes that wow. we have made together over nine plus years. So that is incredible. High mm-hmm. fives. High, all the high all fives. The high to fives. Us. Yep. We thinking back through the stretches of time that we kept those coming out oh. and looking back on it where the both of us together are just like, how, how? did we do mm-hmm. it? We had so many excuses and reasons to say, yes. it's just not going to happen. Yes. And we just kept showing yep. up. I think maybe we just clung to it. Like we had to, it yeah, was something it was like, I am not giving up this up. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> In spite of all of this. Right. So another interesting thing I, to find my top three, I scrolled back through our episodes archives and I am so impressed, honestly, at how many episodes we've produced and to the extent that I have definitely forgotten about many oh, of them until so I see the episode mm-hmm. title. For example, Erica, did you know that we did a whole book club episode on the book Educated? I guess I did not. And now, yeah. I mean, now that you say that, yes, I Sounds know. Sounds kind of familiar. Uh-huh. Um, well, we did in May of 2019, which doesn't seem that it's long ago. It's probably a good one. That's a good I'm book. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, or did you know that we did an episode on etiquette in oh, December just, of just 2017? etiquette in general? Yes. Was that one called Etiquette and Napkins in Your Lap? Oh, maybe. Is that where I learned about Chip Kid's famous <laughs> phrase? That sounds like okay. a good place to learn okay. about it. Anyway, so that was just interesting yeah. to like, yeah. I have a great memory. And so it's interesting to be like, oh, I don't right. immediately remember right. that. Okay. My first one that I'm going to share is from October 2017. It is Scary Stuff and Biscuit Cans. Oh, man. That's a good I remember one. laughing just cry <laughs> laughing with you. And I love this one so much. Like it's sometimes one that if someone is, I'm talking to them about it and they're new to the show, I'm like, just to get a flavor. Yeah. You could listen yeah. to this one because I love that we're both such weenies yeah. when it comes to scary <laughs> yes. stuff. So I feel like it's very revealing and that's just it's very feels, humble episode. It's very humbling. <laughs> it feels so silly as an adult to talk about all this stuff you're scared yes. of including opening a biscuit can. (laughs) And I just love that we could be honest about that. And I remember laughing so much about how we both knew that we can seriously not handle seeing a ghost. Like, Like, I will perish. They can't be real because we will not survive (laughs) if they are real. Immediate cardiac arrest. (laughs) I just (laughs) I want to go back and listen to that so much. I enjoy laughing about it now with you. So anyway, that's that's my first favorite. Okay. My first favorite is another one that I remember just laughing so hard at. And what is my favorite is when we don't even realize how funny it's gonna be. Yes. Like we think it's gonna be funny, but then something the other one says just like takes it over we, the edge. We cannot stop laughing. It's my favorite. Um, and that is bathing habits and hair yes. fossils from February of 2021. We laughed so hard. We cried. Oh my A lot gosh. of you told us that was some of yes. your favorite uh, episode too. It. I don't even know. I can't even tell you why that episode is so good. But I think when we take these episodes, because there's another one about laundry that mm-hmm. I like a lot. When we take these things that are such common experiences and then share all of our quirks and all right. of our like, you know, tips and tricks and just our weird ways of accomplishing the same mundane task. Yes. I just think it always ends up funny. Yes. So I just love that. So that's one of my favorites. You don't realize how weird you are until you compare notes about it with someone else. You're like, (laughs) whoa. Because why else would you sit down with a friend and be like, let's talk about bathing habits for 45 minutes. How do you get rid of hair in the shower, (laughs) for example? Yeah. You don't usually bring that up. Right. 
Okay, my next favorite is our fall extravaganza from 2020. Okay. It is just called Fall Extravaganza 2020 exclamation <laughs> point. No other. I think we were just real proud that it actually that came it out actually in 2020. Happened. Yeah. So what I remember about this, we had to record it separately because yes. we we're in COVID lockdown. Yes. And I just remember that feeling that was like a loss I was grieving Yeah, because I look forward to fall extravaganza. It always kind of marks the beginning of this heading mm-hmm. into the holiday season and we get so excited about mm-hmm. it. And it's, it's just become this really like annual thing that I look forward to. And so the fact we were having to record it separately just felt like a bummer, but we ended up laughing so hard yeah, and just like needed it, needed it yeah. so much. And I think too, the fact that it was like fall extravaganza is not canceled. Yes. We can still yes. laugh. We can still talk yes. about fall stuff. Silly we things. Still, we still smelled each other's candles yeah, that we, we had dropped them front off porch each dropped house. off. Yeah. And so I think that just ended up really lifting my spirits at a time that I really needed I it. Agree. And I think other people probably did too. I purposely didn't choose a fall extravaganza, but I kind of could choose every one it's as a just, favorite because yeah. it's kind of our favorite yes. thing. Yes. Um, okay. Another one that I absolutely loved and just felt really proud of was our conversation about white privilege in May of 2022. That's my other one. And I, I just think it's so important to talk about. And really the first time that we pushed ourselves a little bit and dedicated a whole episode to something that scared us to talk about, we were scared to mess it up. Right. We were scared to offend, um, or offend the wrong people. I should say, I guess like we really didn't want to, you know, overstep our bounds as white women. Mm -hmm. And I think that getting a few compliments from listeners of color that said, thank you. And thank you for the way you handled this was just really, um, affirming because that is the goal that is, you know, who that, who we're trying to serve in that conversation even. And so I just felt really proud of us for doing it. I felt, um, I felt like it was a helpful episode, hopefully. And mm-hmm. I just, I just liked that one. Yeah. And I liked having that time to really dive into that. Yeah. I think we both thought about the topic, but often when we bring an episode to the show or a topic to the show, we are diving in deeper, mm-hmm. you know, than, than we've even like thought about in right. our everyday lives. So we just like asked very intentional questions yes. and then we're sharing different experiences with each other that we hadn't, we talked about that topic before, certainly. Much like writing, I feel like it helps us when we have a topic like that, especially the process of making a show about it helps us clarify our own thoughts yes. about it and our own opinions and yes. our own, the way we could maybe communicate them again respectfully and that would have an impact right Mm -hmm. so it just kind of forces all of that and refines those thoughts a little Mm -hmm. bit and I like that yeah so that is my third favorite one for for the same reasons and I'll just the only thing I'll add to that is that I really love that we got to a point where we felt confident and comfortable in using this platform that Mm -hmm. we have to bring these important topics Mm -hmm. to the show. Mm -hmm. And I think that that did take a time for us to establish the show, for us to establish our rapport and for us to, I think, gain the trust of our listeners and to kind of arrive at a place where we, I think, have a better idea of how to bring a harder or just deeper topic to the show Mm -hmm. in ways that we know how we can share about it. Um, I don't know, in in ways that I feel confident enough to, to bring Mm -hmm. it and be able to talk to you about it. Authentically and sensitively. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, my third favorite is parenting toddlers and nothing is easy from March of 2016. We both had four kids between us of age four and under. 
We were surviving in the driveway, literally like taking out the sidewalk chalk and the bubbles and all of the things. And that was just a time I remember just literally shuffling over to your house in slippers often and crying Mm -hmm. both of us would end up crying Mm -hmm. like before we could even podcast it was like today was so hard Mm -hmm. and I just nothing is easy that's how we came up with the title because just that's how it felt at that point nothing is easy Mm -hmm. and we're just surviving and I just could so vividly get back into that headspace listening to that episode Mm -hmm. and if you are there now Kelsey's there now with with one of hers I think I need to listen to that there now um I I hope it's helpful because I think we were really honest but trying to be optimistic and Mm -hmm. I'm just proud of that episode yeah and it did get better it did okay what are you looking forward to in the girl next door future okay every year I love the way the show grows with us and our friendship so just every year Mm -hmm. I just I just know that it will deepen I'm always so excited about the topics that we're going to bring I am looking forward to continuing to have a platform to bring conversations that I want to have with you Mm -hmm. that I think other people will enjoy or that we want to use our platform for, like Mm -hmm. we talked about. And I mean, just continuing to laugh with you. Yeah. Those are the things that comes to mind. Yeah. I just honestly enjoy, genuinely enjoy making this show more and more with you Mm -hmm. each year. And so it just feels like there is no, I don't, I don't have any like, oh, I don't know how long I can do this. Like, uh-huh. I don't feel like that at all about it. And, and we, we check both, in with each other because yes, like, we've both Please said, tell me yes. if you are like, I think this has run its course yes. or, you know, there's going to be no hard feelings. No. It would be a hard transition, but we would figure it out. And yes. I, but I don't think either of us are anywhere near that right now. And it just feels really good to like it more yes. with time instead of being like, uh, right. we're done here. Yes. Um, totally agree. I am excited about all the ways we've grown our community here and mm-hmm. that we're able to have turned this into a business for mm-hmm. us. And who knows what that could bring. Um, I want to put out more content with you. Yes. We've talked about writing books together and more podcast episodes or yes. e-courses or other online things. Like yes. we're just, we have all kinds of ideas, just not quite enough time. Exactly. So <laughs> that's what I think I'm looking forward to as well. I'm going to get some more work time starting next year. Mm-hmm. And I think even though you're still homeschooling, I think as the girls are getting older. Yes. So I'm just curious to see as we get a little bit more bandwidth for work, mm-hmm. uh, th- like you said, there's no shortage of ideas no. and I am so excited to see yes. what we bring into yes. the world. All right. Thank you for making this show with me. Oh, thank for you for making this show seasons. with me. I love it so much. Oh, I'm, me too. I'm so grateful for it. And we are just grateful for all of you listening. Yes. As some of you have been there from the very beginning. Yes. Like you and our moms. That's right. You know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, that was so fun to look back. Okay. What are you currently obsessed with? Okay, I have a hairstyling tool that I'm obsessed with, and okay. I feel like the brand is a little hard to say, so let's let's try let's it try together. It. Okay, the brand is Lange, okay. the L apostrophe A-N-G-E. Ooh. So, not sure about that, but, tricky. but that word. Okay. And then it's the Leduo. There's a lot of like... <laughs> There's a lot of L's with apostrophes <laughs> so here. Tricky. It's very fancy. I will include a link, but it's the Leduo 360 Airflow Styler. So let okay. me tell you about this. This is a hair styling tool that is a combination of a flat iron and a curling iron. Okay. 
So it clamps down flat like a straightener, Mm -hmm. but it has a rounded barrel. So it makes making waves so much easier than a regular flat iron. If you were going to do flat iron waves, it just like twists so much easier. And it also has these vents in the barrel that blow cool air while you style it. So it kind of helps it set set right away faster. Interesting. So last year at our book club retreat in Sedona, our friend Mm -hmm. had one of these and I borrowed it and I was like, oh, this is so easy. And I would say I am... Like my hairstyling skills, I would give like a B minus. So the fact that this was easy for me, I was like, okay, I think I've got to have this. So anyway, I bought it for myself for my birthday and I've had it long enough that I can give it an endorsement and I have been enjoying it. Highly recommend. Yes. Um, My recommendation is good, cheap underwear. Oh, tell us more. I was a, I was in the camp for a while where, where I was like, do I just need to spend $100 on each mm. pair of underwear to get a pair that fits mm-hmm. decently and stays put and all of the things? So these are not sexy. <laughs> so don't worry about that. <laughs> um, that's not what I'm recommending. These are your good everyday. Just your everyday. Under anything kind of underwear. They are very no-show though. So that is good. Oh, that is nice. Because you know, I do not like a thong. I have I too know you much but real estate for that. That is not <laughs> working for me. So it is Fruit of the Loom women's seamless low-rise briefs okay they are truly seamless they are i I would venture to say the most comfortable underwear i've ever okay donned fruit of the loom and this is like a brand what from like 1905 yeah i mean i'm like have i i I don't think i've bought fruit of the loom since i was like eight and had like days of the week coming back around but my friend and i were on we have very similar body types and we were on this like hunt for the best underwear mm-hmm. and we just kept texting each other different ones nice. that we tried to see if they were good or not and she's like no i'm serious run and buy 70 packs of these <laughs> they are the best i wear them under joggers and workout pants even and you cannot see them or awesome. very i mean very minimal yes. compared to other underwear okay. they do not bunch up they do not wedgie they do not fall down okay. roll down on you you know and was, did fabulous. you just get whatever size you normally wear? And that was, don't yeah, have to and size it was, up, it was size true down. to size for okay. me. And I love them. Oh, so much. I it, want a lot of packs of and them. And that sounds like that just target Walmart, get them yeah, wherever. Yeah. Target. Okay. We'll put a target link. I have a target link for you. So, okay. Great to know about. Okay. I think that's all we have. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and all 253 yes. others. There's yes. a lot for you friends. If you just sure found are. us, you go there right sure on are. back. Um, see if you can tell the days that we cried before recording <laughs> yes. or, you know, had to rush it cause we had to nurse or something oh like gosh. that. Find us in between episodes on Instagram. As always, we are high girls next door over there. And the show notes for this episode with links to the best underwear ever are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we always love getting your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in until next time. Be neighborly. That's you, Kels. Fruit of the Loom. Nope. Oh, I didn't even do the... You have to do the thing. How long <laughs> How long have we been making this show? <laughs> this is where we always mess up. Just so you all know, we cannot, cannot... Do the intro or the ending I, I don't know a, a single episode that we've both done it flawlessly. No, it doesn't exist. No, no. And <laughs> if you took our computers away, we absolutely no. would have no Even idea Even though that's the part we've been repeating for like nine years. Yes. Yeah. Okay, here we go.